Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. This is your host, Jenna Jake. It's just me today, people. I'm going to have some really great guests coming up. I wanted to have an intimate talk with you today. I wanted to talk to you about being an HSP, which is highly sensitive person. I am an HSP. It's really interesting. People mocked me when I was younger. I've suffered a lot. Now I'm starting to love being an HSP and really feel like it's my superpower. So how do you know if you're an HSP? Well, if anyone has ever said to you, ooh, you're too sensitive, you're probably an HSP. Our stress response is set lower. So we really have sharp emotional reactions to things. That also comes with being low adjusted. And there's people that are really low adjusted, but their interpersonal sensitivity is very low. Our interpersonal sensitivity is pretty high, which means that we feel things, we say things nicely, where I know a lot of people that have a low stress response where they get stressed quickly, but they don't say things nicely. I don't think that they're HSPs. So... It's not only about having a low stress tolerance. It's also about the way that you talk to other people. You also know you're a highly sensitive person if smells, noises, your environment can become overwhelming. I live near New York City and cannot deal with New York City too long. When I was a kid, oh, it was so overwhelming. You just feel like it's maddening. There's sirens and there's people and there's cars everywhere. There's too many places to look. There's too much stimulus. I like to be in a quiet place. I like the suburbs. We like to spend time on our own. We need that time to decompress. We may even be called introverts because we're filtering the world and everything is coming at us almost at high speed that we need time to go, what just happened here? We're feeling all this energy and we're overwhelmed and overloaded by energy. It's a lot for us. We also tend to have a lot of fears and phobias. I definitely have a lot of fears and phobias. I don't like being any place that I feel trapped or I can't escape if I want to. So this has definitely been one of my challenges in life to overcome this. I'm hopeful that I will continue to get better about this, but I also take it as a badge of honor of being an HSP. And on some level, it is what it is. I think it's part of accepting myself and saying I'm an HSP and this is what life is like for me. So I don't put too much pressure on myself, but I definitely have things that I would like to do or feel more of a sense of freedom. And my fears and phobias sometimes become challenges for me to live the life that I want at times, especially when my circumstances have changed and I've been feeling especially anxious, then I tend to shy away from doing certain things. So you may be feeling this too. You may have social anxiety. I would say most of the time in our childhoods, because we took so much energy in and if our parents weren't perfect, which chances were they weren't, we felt unsafe. I felt very unsafe as a child. And so I think that's also the reason that fears and phobias have developed because we took everything in and 
we took our parents yelling at us, fears of other people, fears of even our classmates or other children or our teachers or our family members. And if everybody wasn't Mm -hmm. super nice to us and super kind and super caring and super patient, which is what we needed, we felt the world was unsafe. Therefore, I could see how I would have developed the fears and phobias that I felt feeling very, very unsafe most of my life. And safety is a big thing for me. Sometimes we just want to escape and we can't escape. We feel unsafe and I don't have a lot of tolerance for that. I also feel like helping people is not just a calling, it's a crusade. I feel compulsed to help people. I was at Whole Foods and this woman went to go pay for her groceries and then she realized her wallet was stolen and she started freaking out. I tried to help her. I said, I'll lay out the money for you for your groceries. She said, no, don't worry about it. I couldn't not help her. I couldn't just say, oh, that stinks for her and mind my business. I I don't work that way. When I see somebody in trouble, I am compulsed to help them. People that I think are fragile in in extreme temperatures, I'll stop. I want to give them a ride. If anything happens to anybody, anybody goes into crisis anywhere in my zip code, I, I have to be there. I have to help them. I can't live with myself if I don't. It just eats away at me. For the most part, I would imagine HSPs, we don't enjoy motion. I definitely don't enjoy motion. I don't like roller coasters. I don't enjoy turbulence and flying. I don't go on boats. I don't like motion for the most part. I'll go on a ferry for an hour. But other than that, I'm not the girl that's going to spend the day boating because I get sick. I'm physically sick. I just am so sensitive to everything. We are super creatives, though. I love the fact how creative we are. We know that we are here to be creators. We are very clear on our mission that we are here to be creators and not consumers because we know that once we start consuming things, that is going to eat away at us, literally. If we're consuming food, it's not what we're eating. It's what's eating us. We don't like to consume news or violence or anything like that because it just eats away at us. We don't feel good about consuming gossip. Things that we know are wrong, we don't generally tend to be consumers. I have been a consumer when I was younger, I especially retail therapy. I've now seen that is really not helpful to me. I'm so much happier now as a creator, as a meditator, working with my spiritual side, my energy than I ever was as a consumer. So I spend much more of my time doing that. I find consuming things or especially buying things. It's like another thing I have to worry about. I have to wash. I have to take care of. I can't say I'll never shop again, but it's definitely not as enjoyable as it used to be as I'm getting older. I'm developing more of a self and really appreciating myself as an HSP. We also tend to get down on ourselves a lot, especially when things don't work out right away. So that's another sign that you're an HSP. We definitely startle easily. We worry about what everybody thinks. We worry about how everybody's doing because we are not only sympathetic, but we are very empathetic. We actually feel people's feelings. We don't just feel bad for them. We can actually put ourselves in their place, which I thought everybody could do. Now, as I'm getting older, I'm seeing even people that I thought were nice. There are nice people, but they're not empathetic. They're sympathetic. I'm empathetic. I thought everybody else was more empathetic than they are, and they're not. So if you really 
feel people's pain and you put yourself in their place, that is a gift that most people do not have. The other thing we don't do is say no very well. I said no to somebody this morning. I'm freaking out. I can't even believe I did it. I feel bad about it. I said no to them because I put myself first. And we as HSPs don't do that. We put everybody else first. We tend to not honor our icky. If you listen to that episode, we don't honor ourselves and we sit there and we violate ourselves because we want to make the other person happy. So if another person says, let's go for coffee or let's go for lunch and you don't want to go, we don't want to say no to them because we don't want them to feel bad. We'll go and we'll sit there and we'll endure it. Even though we really don't want to go, we're so used to that. We get used to just violating ourselves and and sucking it up and eating up all this emotion that we didn't want rather than to say no to somebody. That's what I did this morning. I said, no, I've been thinking about it a lot and going, why did I say no? And I have to keep reminding myself that I did what was best for me and not for the other person. That is so foreign such a foreign concept. It's crazy how foreign that is to me. As I'm developing more of a sense of self, I'm realizing that it's okay for me to say no. As an HSP, it's almost more important to say no because what would not saying no do, right? Enduring something we don't want to endure. What toll does that take on us? We don't let go of negative emotions easily because we're such empathizers. So we're going to ruminate on this thing and then feel bad or we could sink into a depression or become more fearful or more anxious. It's better to check in with ourselves. It's really important to have a strong sense of self when you're an HSP. That's really foreign to us. Most of the time, I have not let ourselves have a sense of self. It could be because we worry about things and we worry about our earthly safety and we may not have the confidence to have a self. So we do what other people want, the people that we think are taking care of us. For instance, my mom, my parents when I was growing up, they, I needed them for survival. Other people in my family that I felt like I needed them for survival. And I did whatever they wanted me to do because I didn't have a sense of self. Now I'm developing more of a sense of self. I'm able to say no. I'm not saying it's not scary. A journey starts with that first step. They say that, HSPs don't really like feedback, which I think if the feedback is fair and honest and constructive, I appreciate it. Some people, they give feedback like it's gospel, really their opinion. Feedback can be a gift, but it needs to be delivered in a specific way, especially to an HSP. Because we are so self-aware, we worry too much about feedback. But at the same time, I think we appreciate honest and fair feedback. And it gives us a place to work from, a place to improve. For sure, HSPs don't do well with change. I hate change. I still want to go back to childhood. I hate change so much. I'm going through a lot of change right now, and it's really scary. Sometimes I feel like I'm honestly in free fall. It's crazy how much change I'm going through. The changes are good, and I'm starting to become stronger and stronger but it's difficult. I wish that I had my mom to talk to, you know, because she has dementia. I don't have her. So there's a lot of change and a lot of loss that's going on with me now. It's making me stronger because I'm realizing that I have myself and I'm developing a much stronger relationship with my inner child. And I'm honoring her. I promised her I would honor her. I've been honoring my kindness contract and I'm always speaking kindly to myself. Those things have been really helpful in me developing more of a self. 
So yes, I definitely don't like change. I do things to avoid change at all costs. And sometimes that even means going into denial, which I've noticed because I don't want to face the change. I have gone into denial about things and continued in relationships that were no good for me because I want to deny that maybe the relationship was over or this person wasn't good for me, even though we've been friends for forever or whatever it is. We don't like loss and we don't like change. So I could definitely see how these behaviors would continue. But And if you're doing these things, give yourself a break, love yourself and just start to notice, is this relationship good for me? Is this relationship serving me? Sometimes HSPs can be very attractive to narcissistic relationships and narcissistic people, which I've also noticed in my life. I've been listening to some things about narcissists and narcissists like HSPs because they can hook into them. HSPs tend to doubt themselves. They're people pleasers. HSPs are a field day for a narcissist. We can also be affected by small things like change of seasons. I tend to get affected by cloudy days and have seasonal affective depression. So if it's really cold and cloudy for days and days on end, that would definitely put me in a depression cloudy day could even make me blue. I love when it's sunny and bright out. Even if it's cold, the sunshine is definitely is key for me. I think that is part of being HSP. Of course, we cry a lot. Well, of course we cry a lot. We feel everything. We feel all the pain in the world. I don't think there's a day gone by that I have not cried. I can't even tell you how long. So yes, I cry every day. There's something that I cry about every single day. I'm a proud crier. I don't know if anyone saw the movie, The Holiday, but when Jude Law says, I'm a major weeper. That's me for sure. I think Jude Law was an HSP in the movie, The Holiday. We can be very shy. I know a lot of HSPs that have social anxiety. I am not one of those people, but I definitely know a lot of HSPs that have social anxiety. But you know what? We're awesome. We're really self-aware. We're nurturing. We're loving. We're great at self-care. Yes, HSPs. We really appreciate small things. We find beauty in everything. We really want to have close relationships. I also think HSPs believe in something bigger than themselves. So if you're a creative person, you're a creator rather than a consumer, you're a major weeper, you feel things, you empathize with people, you're sensitive You're probably, honestly, I think this is our superpower and that we really do great things in the world. So three cheers for you, HSPs. Where are my fellow HSPs? If you're an HSP, please leave me a comment. I love to know that I am not alone in the world and this big blue marble is the only HSP. I know a few others, but I'd love to hear more and I'm going to be dedicating more of this podcast to HSPs and the special things around HSPs in the realms of our soul's journey, relationships, intuition, energy work, our inner child, self-love, and living a delicious life. I want to hear from everybody out there. Let me know what topics you would like me to talk about, especially around being a highly sensitive person. I'm so excited for this podcast. I'm so excited for 2022. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, 
press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.